2: This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. Hey
0: everyone, welcome to the Bolts broadcast. My name is Mike Mitchelson. Joining me today, Chase Crawshaw. Chase, how you doing? I'm pretty
1: good, uh, for the most part. It's been a little boring in the hockey sphere. Uh, nothing really too much going on. it has been some, um, you know, meetings between like NHL GMs and NHL brass trying to kind of figure out plans for the year. So nothing really set in stone. Um, you know, they're, they're still shooting for that January 1st date, but that's really about as much as we know. Um, so you know, hopefully we get some more news soon. It, it's been really dull.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I've been absolutely pumped this weekend because the return of the Big Ten happened. Unfortunately, my Michigan State Spartans, they uh, they lost to Rutgers. So that's not a good feeling. Yeah, uh, but we already saw some awesome games. Penn State losing to Indiana in overtime as Indiana went for two after scoring their, uh, their first overtime. And my goodness, that was a hell of a game. And to see the number eight team in the country and the only team or one of two only teams that a lot of experts thought could actually challenge Ohio State to see them go down to Indiana, Indiana that was awesome. I love uh, Big Ten football being back. And Chase, I know you're pretty happy, too, because you're Michigan Wolverines one.
1: Yeah, I mean, they, they looked really good. I, uh, Joe Milton, he played pretty well. Uh, pretty surprised. I really didn't have a high expectations coming into the year uh you know uh, this team really since harbaugh ever just kind of showed up has just been brutal at the quarterback position has not they've not been able to figure it out uh, milton looked really good for someone who's a redshirt sophomore um so hopefully he can kind of continue with that poise continue to build on himself you know the, the minnesota team is no joke that's, that's a good team they're ranked for a reason um uh, and michigan they just looked significantly better they looked better in every aspect of the game uh, except for you know like the kicking department, I guess the quite a few missed field goals, but regardless, it doesn't matter when you score as many points as they did. Um, so I got a lot of faith in this mission team this year after that game, uh, seeing that that's going to be tough for them to beat Ohio state. But other than that, they they could win a majority of their games. Like they should win a majority of their games. I should say.
0: Yeah. Especially if they want to be one of those top contenders, like Ohio state has been for geez years. Uh, well, Milton, uh, I'd like to see a little bit more out of him, but, I mean, he's got all the ability. He's got a big arm, got the athleticism, he's like 6'5", 240 or something. So I'd love to see what he can do, but um, this is a hockey podcast, so we'll, we'll hop off of the Big Ten. Uh, coming up today, guys, we're going to be talking about Doc Emmerich retiring Gosh, that was unfortunate. Uh, we're going to be talking about the Tampa Bay Rays as well. Uh, like Chase said, a little bit slow in the hockey world. So let's bring in some new Tampa news. How about the Tampa Bay Rays? It's currently in the World Series. Uh, then we're going to be talking about our Tampa Bay Lightning, two pieces of news on that front. And then we're going to end it off with our top three scary movies. Because it is spooky season, Halloween is this upcoming weekend, so we figured let's talk some spooky stuff before Halloween comes to play. So, Chase, let's start off with Doc Emmerich retiring. Uh, my goodness, this guy is a legend, I would say the best play-by-play guy I have ever heard, one of my favorite commentators ever. Uh, it It's very unfortunate to see him go.
1: So... Doc Emmerich, a couple uh, stats from, him, and I have some other ones, too, that I don't remember exactly word for it. I have them kind of off the top of my head, but these ones I have right in front of my face. Uh, 47 seasons calling pro hockey, 45 Game 7s, 22 Stanley Cup Finals, 14 NHL All-Star Games, 6 Olympic Games. On top of that, um, I believe the number is um, 6. He's won 6 Emmys for um, broadcasting or been nominated. While, or he's won 6 of them, while no other hockey like play-by-play analyst guy has ever been even nominated for one on uh, 2017 sports illustrated named him the best play-by-play uh, broadcaster of all time and for a hockey dad to get that recognition uh, that's it, pretty big because it's such a uh you know like unpopular i don't say it's unpopular but compared to the other sports you know it doesn't uh, bring in as much viewership so for doc to get that recognition that just shows how great he really is it's, you know, it's going to be sad and not hearing him on the NBC broadcast anymore. But, you know, best of luck to Doc, he, he's, he's aging. He just wants to enjoy his retirement a little
0: bit. So I wish him the best. Absolutely. And he couldn't have had a better career. Just like you mentioned, all of those stats, he's one of the best guys in the business. A uh, phenomenal career! Congrats to Doc on his retirement. I'm sure he's gonna be going down to I don't know Cancun or something and just sipping margaritas. That'd be that'd be quite the dream. Okay. Um, so unfortunate to not to not hear him in the you know next Stanley Cup or uh, the next NBC broadcast. But uh, it's good for him and also for our Tampa fans. His last game called was our Tampa Stanley Cup win. So uh, that's pretty fortunate for us. Yeah. So we got to be pretty happy with that. But yeah, super cool. Let's now move on, Chase. Talk about the Tampa Bay Rays. They are currently in the World Series. They had a crazy win last night. I'll let you dive in that into that a little bit. Uh, but after that win, it is now a two to two tied World Series. It's now a best of three. Whoever wins two is going to take home the World Series championship.
1: Yeah, so I'm sure uh, a lot of the people listening to this, they they at least know what's going on. You know, being Tampa Bay sports fans, I would assume you at least know what happened with the Rays. Uh, But still, it's crazy to break down. Um, You know, there's uh, going up to bat, bottom of the ninth inning, down by a run, hit the ball back to right field. The outfielder drops the ball, get one run scored there. And then as the outfielders is trying to throw the ball back to the catcher, I'm not a big baseball guy, so I'm, I don't know names that well, I apologize. But as he's throwing it to the catcher, the catcher botches the ball, and then there's, boom, walk-off, game-winning runs right there. Uh, it, it was one of the craziest endings that we've ever seen in a baseball game. Uh, I, I've seen some people saying that maybe it was the craziest ending ever, especially if the Rays go on to win this series. Uh, like That is the game-changing or the series-changing moment right there because after that point, it just kind of seemed like the game was going to be over regardless. Um, Even though it was a closer game, it just felt like the way that the tides are turning was going to go that way. So if the Rays can win this championship, uh, bring back a second championship to Tampa in a month in a crazy fashion like that. Oh, man, what a
0: story. Yeah, and that'd be a huge huge win because the Dodgers, they were the favorite coming into this year, yep. at least at least uh, known to me. They were the favorite, obviously, getting Mookie bets from the Red Sox a little bit ago. Uh, this Dodgers team has been phenomenal, and our Tampa Bay Rays, well, um, yeah, our, our Tampa Bay Rays, um, <laughs> they tie up the series two to two, and they are two wins away from taking home the championship, which would be... Crazy. Yeah, absolutely awesome. crazy. The streets of Tampa would be going insane. And honestly, I'd want to be down there for it because that would be sweet. All right, Chase, let's uh, now move on to our Tampa Bay Lightning because we have some news on that front. Uh, first, we've got to talk about assistant coach Todd Richards.
1: Yeah, so uh, as Mike said, assistant coach Todd Richards, he has left for the National Predators. Uh, he's leaving to play the exact same role, uh, going to be an assistant coach for the Predators. Uh, this is a weird move. Uh, he still had some term on his contract. I don't know the exact term, um, I, but his contract was not expiring. Uh, he had at least a year and he made a lateral move like this. It's it's really weird. You don't see this very often. Um, you know, it, it is what it is. Probably just different opportunity. Maybe a little more money, maybe more of a promised role, like going forward with the Predators, whereas Tampa wasn't the case. I don't know. Um, we, we don't really know those inner details. But I just, that means Tampa's in the market for an assistant coach. Uh, who they hire, I don't know. We'll, time will only tell. But it was just a really weird move.
0: Yeah, that is really weird. And my only guess would be that uh, he feels he's got a better chance to move up the ranks in the Nashville Predators system rather than Tampa. Um, but if you still have term and you just won the Stanley Cup and your team's looking to repeat, well, why not stay for one more year and get another Stanley Cup ring? Yep. I don't know. Uh, doesn't doesn't really make the most sense to me. I mean, if he does want to move up, you can't wait a year. Um, try to get another cup, but hey, uh, you know, good luck to him. Good luck to Todd Richards. Obviously, we won't be saying good luck when we play the Nashville Predators, but uh, hey, hopefully he does well. All right, Chase, last but not least with the Tampa talk, uh, Nikita Nesterov, we talked about him in the last episode. Well, he's not coming home. Nope. Uh, He is heading to Calgary instead. A little disappointing. Could
1: have been a nice, relatively affordable addition uh, to kind of replace the defensemen that have left Tampa already. I mean, I guess it is what it is. Um, You know, this team, this Tampa team is going to look different next year. Like there's going to be different names in, Um, A a few more names than you would expect or kind of hope from a team that just won the championship, but there are definitely going to be a few more names. So I would be shocked if Tampa's still not done trying to find an extra depth defenseman that would play that same type of role as Nesterov, um, especially since they're so cap crunched trying to keep someone on on a lower salary. So, you know, just be on the lookout for hopefully a signing here coming up soon, just a little bit of action or something.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And Chase, you and I were talking about it last night. We really think Breeze has got to got to start to do something because uh, we got those three big-name RFAs out there, Sorelli, Sergachev, and Cherninac, and we want to see them retained, but right now it's just quiet, and we're hoping that uh, he hopefully makes a move soon. Exactly. All right, Chase, that is going to be it for our Tampa Talk. Let's quickly head into a commercial break, and then on the other side, we've got some spooky talk for you.
2: Hello, bonjour, hello, hi, hey and previet hockey fans. Welcome to the Europuck Podcast, the show where two Brits talk all things European hockey as part of the hockey podcast network. If you want to keep updated on all of the latest news, scores or standings from across the European hockey world, you want to get some insight from some very interesting guests discussing their stories with hockey and how the sport grows around in Europe in different interesting places, or if you want to keep updated with all of the leagues across Europe that are either playing, have been suspended, cancelled, delayed indefinitely, then do check out our latest episodes of the Europuck podcast every Friday as part of the Hockey Podcast Network. We have a YouTube channel, the Europuck Podcast, and you can listen to us wherever else you get your podcasts. So check us out every Fridays, and we'll see you there, folks.
0: All right, we are back. If you like that sneak peek at the Europuck Podcast, make sure you go check it out at any platform that you get most of your podcasts or on the hockeypodcastnetwork.com. All right, Chase. Like I said, spooky season. Uh, Halloween is coming up next weekend. We wanted to talk about some of our most favorite scary movies out there. Um, I know we enjoy scary movies. However, maybe we don't have the most broad history in scary movies. Uh, so we're going to do a top three of our favorite. Um, some of you guys might laugh us off and go, Really? That's their favorite? That movie sucks. Um But we apologize. I mean, I didn't really start getting into scary movies until, I don't know, four or five years ago when I finally became a man and not a scared, um, I don't know, beta? (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't know. Um, I I never watched scary movies. I, I hated scary movies for the longest time. But now absolutely adore scary movies um even those documentaries on uh netflix where they talk about some crazy shit love those too how about you chase
1: oh yeah 100 you know i've always been interested um like i've never been like just a huge avid oh my god horror movies are the best thing ever these are the best thing ever but i've always like i've really enjoyed them really like them and i always find time to watch them um so i, I i'm not yeah as well versed as some people maybe and you know i might someone like i might like some of them more obvious generic ones. Um, and even one I have on this list, I don't know if it, if we want to fully consider it a scary movie. I know people that think it's scary. I don't think it's scary at all. I think it's more interesting than anything. Um, but yeah, I, I'm a big fan of thrillers, whether it's like a psycho thriller or a slasher, uh, you know, I just, it, it's a really intriguing genre.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And Chase, I don't know about your list, but my list will not contain any of the, uh, like demon or ghost movies, I still don't watch those because uh, I'm someone who actually believes in that stuff. So I always pass on watching those. However, um, a little bit of the more like slasher side of things, love those. So those will be making up the majority of my list. But uh, hey, maybe Chase has some to balance me out. Maybe not. That's cool. Uh, well, Chase, let's jump into our top three. Uh, now, mine are in no order particularly i don't know about yours chase but uh why don't you give us one
1: all right so i'll start with the one that like i don't know if i'd consider it scary or not like i mean i wouldn't consider it as really scary so i don't know if it's considered in this realm but uh silence of the lambs w- would you consider that like a scary movie um I, I know people who think it is genuinely scary i'm like i really don't think
0: it's scary it's just super interesting so I think it has scary aspects, but I wouldn't, or and horror aspects, but I wouldn't call it a horror movie. But I I love the movie. I I would I would gladly accept it in a spooky movie spooky movie ranking. Well, I have a, f- a fourth extra one as well, so I'll i
1: mention that one later on when we're all done, just to kind of even it out. Um, but yeah, I mean, Silence of the Lambs is fantastic for anyone that doesn't know it. I'd be shocked if you've not heard of it at this point. Uh, you know, from ninety one. It's, it's, another, it's one of those like psycho thrillers, uh, you know, Anthony Hopkins plays serial killer, plays, uh, Hannibal the cannibal, Hannibal Lecter, and it's kind of the story of, of trying to chase a, another villain, Buffalo Bill, uh, the, the female FBI agent played by Jodie Foster, uh, Claire is her name in the movie, uh, you know, she pretty much interviews, um, Hannibal the whole time along, um, and trying to figure out like how to track down Buffalo bill. And it just follows along that it's, it's super interesting. If you haven't seen it, it's a must watch.
0: Yeah, I absolutely agree. I love that movie. Hannibal Lecter, uh, one of the most iconic uh, scary movie villains out there. Um, So awesome choice there, Chase. Uh, I will come out hot with 2017's version of it. Uh, Really enjoyed this movie. Uh, and it was scarier than I thought it was going to be, but it's not one of those where you're like, oh my gosh, I'm going to piss my pants, uh, obviously about little kids and a clown. Uh, if you haven't seen it yet, I'd be surprised or, or haven't heard of the premise because it is an iconic movie. Obviously, it was a Stephen King novel turned into a 2017 movie. Uh, it Chapter Two came out as well, but not as big of a fan as of It Chapter Two as I was of It. I don't know, something about little kids having to deal with such horrors makes it much scarier than obviously adults.
1: Yeah, I haven't seen the newest one, but like, I mean, I saw 2017, but I didn't see like chapter two, but I, it is a great movie. I honestly kind of forgot about that. Um, it, it is a really good movie. I've only seen it once. Honestly, my, my favorite part of the whole movie, though, is when the little kid takes the pills, throws them at his mom and says, they're gazebos. When you're trying to say placebos, that, that's that's my favorite <laughs> right. part of the whole movie. It's just so funny out of nowhere. Um, but, you know, that, that's a hell of a movie.
0: Yeah, absolutely. All right, Chase. Let's hop into a, another one, number two here. All
1: right, uh, I'll go with the Shining. So, if anyone doesn't know what the Shining is at this point, as you know, as I kind of said with Sound Flames as well, like I, that'd be shocking. As the Shining is, you know, revered as one of the greatest great movies of all time, uh, Jack Nicholson movie. Uh, you, you know, it's. It's it's one of those like kind of slashes. I haven't I haven't seen this movie in a really long time. I really need to go back and watch it. Cause it's been such a long time, but you know the, the famous catchphrase. Here's Johnny. And that's that's what you're gonna find in The Shining. Um, it it really is just an all time great movie, and I really need to get back and watch it again. Because I I, I, I how I might watch it tonight because I really
0: have not seen it in a couple of years. Here's Johnny. Uh, yeah, it's a. It's a solid movie, so I had to actually watch it twice. So, the first time I watched it, uh, it was the second movie of my family's scary movie marathon. The first movie watched uh, Annabelle, I think it was. And then this movie came on after, and obviously, there's a big difference there. Annabelle, a 2010s, uh, I don't know when this one came out, maybe 2015, 2016, Um, very kind of fast-paced, a lot more jump scares, and then The Shining back in the 80s, a little bit more slowed down, a little bit more mental. Uh, so I fell asleep the first time I was watching it, I'll be honest. Um, but then I, I watched it a second time, and uh, it's a classic, you know? It, it is. It's a It's a good movie. Um, I know Stephen King, who, again, uh, wrote The Shining, and then it was... M- turned into a uh, movie. He actually was not a fan of the actual movie, The Shining. So uh, oh, interesting. that's that's interesting. Uh, but hey, The Shining moves perfectly into my number two, and that's Dr. Sleep. Dr. Sleep came out in 2019. I've been texting the boys, hey, have you seen Dr. Sleep? Hey, have you seen Dr. Sleep? Did you like it? Did you not like it? What's up? No one watched it. Not No one in my family, no one in my friend groups. So I'm like, all right, hell, I'm going to give it a try. So I just watched it on Monday, I think it was, this past Monday, uh, so a week ago when you guys are listening, and it is a great movie. I actually really liked it. It's it's not that scary, um, but you really get into all the new characters that you see, and obviously Dr. Sleep is the sequel to The Shining Um and you really get into the characters for the first little bit. Um, and then you really don't get that fan service of going back to the hotel until the last 40 minutes. So it's not like a uh, strictly fan service type movie. Like, it's a good standalone movie. And I really liked it. Uh, not not super scary, like I was saying. There's some horror aspects to it. But I don't know if I would call it a horror movie. So if if you're someone that's just trying to ease into it... Maybe The Shining and Dr. Sleep are the way to go. Those two could definitely lead you into it. I really like Dr. Sleep.
1: Yeah, honestly, I'd never heard of Dr. Sleep until you told me about it the other day. So, like, I, I had just had no idea. It's something that I do want to watch. It, it, it seems very interesting. Um, I, I just got to find the time to do it, really.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And if you guys have HBO Max or maybe HBO Now, or I, I don't know how all those HBOs go. I have HBO Max. It's on there. So if you have that and you're interested in checking out Dr. Sleep, make sure you do it. All right, Chase, let's get to your number three. So I got I, just because I said I want to
1: mention extra one um, because of like with of Lambs and people are saying, yeah, maybe it's not in that realm. But uh, so I'll just, I'm not going to go in depth on this one. I'm just going to throw them out there. Pretty much the whole VHS series. Um, I, I remember these were on Netflix for a long time. I believe they're not anymore. Um, I've, I don't think they've been on for a few years. These are very gruesome, dark, fucked up movies. That's the simplest way to put it. Uh, you know, it's re- really good editing. It, it look, feels and looks very real. Uh, it's really disturbing. So if you get unsettled easily, you're not gonna be able to watch these movies. But if you're someone that kind of likes the more hardcore stuff, check them out. But the movie that I want to finish off with, it's got to be the original Halloween. It's my favorite all time, like scary movie. It's just so well written, so well acted. Uh, you know, for a movie back in the 70s, like 1978, I think is the year, um, it, it really does a great job of just being one of these all time great films. Uh, you, you can watch it really at any point. You know, I could watch it now, I feel like I can watch it 50 years from now. It's just a really well done movie. Michael Myers is a great, entertaining villain, and it's just a hell of a story.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I had Halloween on my list, too. Thankfully, I put four so we don't have to talk about the same one. But yeah, Halloween is a movie that I have to watch every single October. Yeah, it's it's just ingrained in me. I've already watched it this year. I was actually thinking about watching it again last night. Um, It's such a classic. And Michael Myers is probably the most iconic um, scary movie villain out there. Um, maybe Freddy rivals him. I'm not sure. Uh, but yeah, absolute great movie. Uh franchise overall, not the best. It no, kinda dropped not. off. But uh that first movie is awesome. Uh the new Halloween, I don't did we see that together or did I see that with Johnny? I, I know I saw it. I don't know if it was with you or not, but I know I saw it. Okay. So that one, like, it was okay. I thought, it, I thought it was good, not great. The classic will Never be beaten. Exactly. All right, so my last one is going to be Us from Jordan Peele. So Jordan Peele had Get Out, of course, and then his second movie was Us. A lot of people said they liked Get Out better, Uh, I am actually a bigger fan of Us. It kind of reminds me more of classic horror than Get Out did. Get Out was one of those movies where I was like, this is fucked. Like, it it seemed very enclosed, kind of caged up. And I'm just like, this is just some fucked stuff. Uh, But then when I'm watching Get Out, it's obviously a a bigger movie, um, much more uh, places for, for setting and everything like that. Uh, and it was a really good movie. It was, it was actually a movie where I came out of the theater after watching it going, what the hell was that? Like there, there was a lot of twists and turns in the movie and I'm like, did I, did I love that? Or did I hate that? What was that? Well, I, I actually, uh, looking back now, I, I like it a lot. It's a, it's a good story. And there's a lot of good horror aspects to it. And the final couple of scenes when they're down in the... Well, I shouldn't spoil it. Uh, if you haven't seen it yet, I would recommend it. I'd recommend Get Out as well because Jordan Peele has been phenomenal in scary movie telling, which something I didn't see. I don't think a lot of people saw coming with, obviously, Key and Peele, such a funny dude. Uh, but he he does a good job.
1: Yeah, Jordan Peele is definitely a hell of a writer. Um, you know, I, I haven't seen either of these movies get out or us. I really need to. Um, but like, I really like Jordan Peele's comedy stuff. And then based on what I've read and seen about these movies, it sounds like he did a fantastic job. I I definitely need to make it a priority to watch them. I just, for whatever reason, I just keep pushing it off. I don't know why I know I'm going to like them based on what I've heard based on what people that have similar interests in me have told me, but I don't know. I, I just got to do it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, So that is it for our Halloween movie talk. Uh, We're going to jump into hockey name of the day here quickly. Um, But yeah, if you guys are into the spooky season, if you are full... Halloween mode right now. Make sure to go check out some of those movies if you haven't already. And let us know what you guys like. What kind of movies do you guys recommend uh, when it comes to the horror genre? You can tweet at us at Bolts Broadcast on Twitter. Uh, Let us know what you're looking at because we still have a week, uh, a little bit less than a week until Halloween. So I'm sure Chase and I will start grinding down some scary movies. We like watching that kind of stuff. So make sure to let us know again at bolts broadcast on Twitter. All right, Chase, let's hop into hockey name of the day. Um, looks like we have Logan. Oh, Logan Vonda That is
1: It's, it's not bad. Um, so like Logan and then, yeah, and, it's a little deceiving because, like, it's all spelt in one word. Um, but, like, technically, it's kind of like a 2X name. So, like, kind of like uh, Mitch Vande Sample, how it's Vandy and then his Sample. It's technically that's how this is supposed to be. So, it's, like, Logan, like Vandy, then uh, Miracler. So, it's, like, you, you were you were pretty close. Um, but regardless, our boy Logan, he is going to play Division three college hockey at Norwich University this year. Uh, came out of the... Maritime Hockey League, which is uh, the MJ AHLs, is the like league abbreviation. It's just a junior league up there in the Maritimes. Um, you know, n- not a crazy league. It does have some alumni like Sidney Crosby, uh, Patrice Cormier, Drake Batherson. So, like, like there is some guys who played in the NHL. And I mean, Crosby literally played two games when he was fourteen, uh, so it's not really like, much of an alumni, but still, technically, enough played. But yeah, Logan is a defenseman, six foot two, fourteen, had thirty seven points through fifty one games last year in the Maritimes League goes to play D3 hockey and who knows I mean like guy for example Keith Acoin uh, I don't know how many people remember that name he didn't play a ton of NHL games but he came out of division three hockey Chris Lee who played for Canada on the 2018 Olympics he played division three hockey so
0: who knows maybe this kid develops into the next random D3 great player That would be something for sure. and Yeah, Chase, when you were saying this is kind of like a a two-last-namer, I was actually going to ask, like, is that just two last names smushed together? There's 14 letters, and it is is something. It's a a little aggressive. Yeah, absolutely. All right, well, that is it for the episode, guys. We want to thank you for coming out and giving us a listen. And now Chase will give you the whole rundown. On what uh, what you guys could possibly do if you want to support us. All right, here's how you can, should, and will
1: support us. You can become a patron on Patreon. Uh, you know, if you can support us that way, that would really help us out. Uh, you know, we promote or produce a lot of exclusive content on there as a network. Um, it, it's it's interesting stuff. So if you want to get on that action, you might as well. Uh, and then after you do that, you're just gonna go follow us on Twitter at Apple's Broadcast. Again, there's Apple's Broadcast. Then after that, you're going to follow the Hockey Podcast and hockey podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. That's at HockeyPodNet. Might as well follow all of our brother and sister podcasts in the network as well. I mean, you're already there. Might as well keep doing it. And then while you're at it, you might as well follow WNP too at WNP Sports Pod. Uh, that's our other show, Mostly Talk Football, especially since this one's a hockey show. So if you're interested in football at all, you, you definitely have to check that out. You also got to go to the HockeyPodcastNetwork.com. You can find all the podcasts right there. Boom, you just click the logo. You can listen to Easy Peasy Lemon Squeezy. Then after that, you know, since we're the best show ever, you're going to have to rate us five stars. You're going to have to leave a like and leave a comment um, and promote us to however you can, really, because, I mean, we're just
0: the greatest. Absolutely, we are, Chase. All right, guys, we want to thank you for listening yet again. Uh, Halloween's coming up, so make sure to get your movie recommendations into us at Bulls Broadcast on Twitter. And uh, we just want to say, have a safe Halloween. It's uh, it's crazy times right now with covid and Halloween is already one of those uh, holidays where everyone just loves to party and get drunk and crazy things happen. So especially now, just be safe out there. We uh, we want you guys coming back for next week's episode and being happy and healthy. All right. Thanks so much, guys. We'll talk to you next time.